0: Thank you for taking time to listen to this week's message from First Orlando. You can find even more content, including video archives of this and other past messages, at firstorlando.com. And if you're in the Orlando area, be sure to visit us sometime soon.
1: Now, enjoy this podcast from First Orlando. I've got some good news for you. Matthew is not going to be preaching today. I've got some even better news for you as one of our own is Stacy Thacker, who just so happens to be a part of David's uh, research and content team who walks alongside the other men and women on that team and helping to provide support and research and content for our teaching team and weekend messages. She's going to be sharing with us a message for today. We're picking up where we had intended, but where we've been surprised, but God isn't. See, Stacy is an author and a very talented speaker, and she's one of us. It's gonna feel just like us. But we also know where we are going with this new series called Fresh Start. It was looking at the prophet Habakkuk and his words in the Bible that share for us something that we can all take away from today, a theme that our life may be full of surprises. And oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened, but God's in control of it all. And that's the message Stacy's gonna share with us today. So when Stacy comes up here and shares, I know we're gonna give her an incredible welcome. That's going to be followed by a time that David Loveless is going to lead us. As we pray for those that are affected in our midst, as we have an opportunity to pray for what's going on in our world, our hearts break for all that's happened. And we're going to pray for our pastor and for his wife. We're going to pray for what God wants to continue to do in your life as well. We're going to sing a song after that, and then we'll close if we have any updates from there. This morning has been unsettled for each of us, but we know for you... There is that message that God wants to share. He wants you to hear this morning. You're here for a purpose and a reason. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for being a God who's never had an aha moment, who's never been caught by surprise. Father, for all that's going on in our lives and in the lives of people around us, for all that's been experienced in Haiti, Lord, for all that's been experienced with the friends and the family, the coworkers we have that may be sick or have walked through COVID, we pray, Lord, that you continue to offer us reminders of our hope that's found in you. And I pray for my friend Stacy this morning. I pray that I know you filled her with the power of your spirit and that our hearts and our minds would be open for the truth from your word that she's gonna share today. Lord, we thank you for your son, Jesus. And it's in his name we pray, amen. Here's what I know. She's gonna have more fun and so will you if you encourage her. So help me right now, First Orlando. Welcome Stacy Thacker. (laughs)
2: Well, good morning. I I feel pretty confident that Matthew could preach, so. I'm pretty sure he could. Thank you, Matthew, for that very kind introduction. I am grateful to be here this morning, though obviously not under these circumstances. But here's what I know for sure. God is in no way surprised by where we are today and the circumstances we're facing. And I know that he has specifically planned for us to be And the book of Habakkuk. More than a few years ago, I was here at church, and Pastor Danny was giving a sermon on vision. And he referenced a verse in the book of Habakkuk. And at the time, I remember thinking, I don't even really know anything about that book, but that sounds like a book I would like to study. I made a mental note. And as typically happens when I only make a middle note and I don't write it down, I quickly forgot it. Fast forward a few months later, and my family was facing one of several devastating experiences that we would go through over the course of the next three years. I was grieving, I was angry, and like you, I had questions that I desperately wanted God to answer. During that season, I was in the habit of having my regular time with the Lord in a great big oversized red chair in my front room. And I grabbed a giant cup of coffee one morning, and I sat down and I said to the Lord, Lord, I'm done. But I know that I need to start again. I know that I need a fresh start with you. Where should I go in your word? And I heard the spirit within my heart whisper to me, go to Habakkuk. And I specifically remember thinking and saying out loud, Habakkuk, really? How about Psalms, how about Ephesians, anything else, Lord?" But quietly in my heart, he repeated, I want to meet you in Habakkuk. And you know, when the Lord repeats himself, you probably better pay attention. What I found there in the midst of my own personal wilderness was like a cup of cold water to my thirsty soul. My heart fell deeper in love with God. I grew to have this crazy affinity for a farmer turned prophet, turned writer, turned worship leader named Habakkuk. A guy who is a lot like you and me. I don't know where you are today. And I don't know what you brought into the room with you. I don't know what happened five minutes before you got in the car. What happened yesterday, last week. I I don't know. Maybe you need a fresh start more than ever. Maybe you're grieving a loss, or you're angry, or you have questions you would have liked to have been answered yesterday. You know, Pastor David says that Habakkuk is the book to go to when we have questions. And I can't think of a better place for us to be than this book right now. So let's meet him briefly today so we can kind of get to know him, and we can look at some of the context of this particular book. Now if you aren't familiar with where it is, you can grab your phone and you can pull up your Bible app and you can just type in the word Habakkuk and it will take you straight there. Technology is a wonderful thing. But if you have a copy of God's Word that looks like this, you're going to want to turn to the back end of the Old Testament, and Habakkuk sits between Nahum and Zephaniah. And here is the historical time frame: what was happening in his world when he wrote this letter. It was around the time of 640 to 609 BC, just after the reign of King Josiah. It was before the Babylonian invasion of Judah. Judah, or God's people, had radically turned from God when they were following evil kings. But briefly, during the reign of King Josiah, they returned to God and had a period of revival. But after he died, they quickly went back to their evil ways. So you might say, it was rather a politically turbulent time. Does that sound familiar to anybody? Assyria had ruled over God's people, but they were weakening. But a new threat, an even worse threat, even more evil, if that's possible, threat, a new world power was rising in the Babylonian empire. So this book was actually written before God's people were carried off into exile by this new threat and this new world power. So if that's ringing some, it's cutting through, and you're like, yeah, maybe I I remember that, here's a couple of people that were contemporaries of Habakkuk that might sound a little familiar. Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, and Zephaniah, just to give you a little bit of context of who he was. In Habakkuk, the very first verse of Habakkuk chapter 1, this is how he introduces himself. He says this is the oracle that Habakkuk the prophet saw. The oracle, that's just a fancy name for problem or vision or burden that he had. And the fact that he was a prophet, that just means that he was a truth teller for God. He told the people the truth or he told them what God said. Habakkuk, I find his name super interesting. His name actually means to wrestle. And throughout the book of Habakkuk, we're going to watch this wrestling prophet wrestle with the Almighty God. Because he had questions and he went to God in prayer. In fact, the book of Habakkuk is basically a prayer journal. Typically prophets spoke to the people on behalf of God, but this time the prophet is speaking between himself and God. He goes straight to God with his questions. And what we can surmise is that Habakkuk is trying to reconcile what he knows about God, what he's done and who he is, with the reality of his own circumstances, the wickedness inside his nation and the wickedness without. You know, I think we've all been there before. We've all had those seasons of wrestling With the Lord. About a year after um, the Lord challenged me to meet him in Habakkuk, I found myself in one of those wrestling situations. My family had um, had a doctor's appointment with one of our girls, and we had gone to bed. And at about midnight that night, our pediatrician called and said, You need to rush your daughter to the hospital. We grabbed her, we went to the ER, we got her checked in, and for that first, the entire first night, we had no idea what was wrong with her. And I remember sitting in a very small room by myself with my girl, wrestling with the Lord. We were placed in the pediatric intensive care cancer unit, if that gives you any idea of how hard I was wrestling. And I can tell you that the silence in a hospital room when you don't know the diagnosis is deafening. And I wrestled. And I had spent so much time at Habakkuk, I knew that I needed to be praying. And so all night long, while she slept, I prayed. I wanted to know why. I wanted to know how long. And I wanted to know what in the world God was going to do to fix my daughter. You know, he didn't really answer my questions initially. Diagnosis can take time. Doctors have to take tests and they have to take their time to make an accurate call. But what I realized at the end of that very long night was that God was with us, that he was for us, and he had plans for us. And I also knew this, that he loved my daughter way more than I did. So, we've seen in our lives this disconnect of trying to make sense of what's going on and what is happening around us. So how do we move towards a fresh start? How do we start over? And if God is God and He's good and He has plans and He's for us, why hasn't He answered our questions yet? You know, last week Pastor David asked me in a meeting to summarize Habakkuk in one sentence. And if you know me and you know my love of words, I, my first response was, that's really hard to do. One sentence? Are you serious? But as soon as I said it, I knew exactly what my sentence would be. And this is what it is, even if I still will. It comes from a verse later on in the book of Habakkuk, which we're going to get to in a few weeks, but I'm going to read it for you today. It's Habakkuk 3:17 through 19. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's, and he makes me tread on high places." Can I ask you a question this morning as you're sitting here and you're letting all this sink in? What is your even if? Maybe your even if is you're facing cancer. Maybe your even if is your marriage is on the rocks. Maybe your even if is you are a teacher and you're starting school and everything's crazy once again. And maybe your even if is just, quite frankly, the situation that we're faced in our world today. Can I encourage you this morning, first of all, remember that even if the circumstances in your life aren't what you want, even if the narrative and the story that you're living in isn't one that you would choose, would you still trust in the Lord? Would you worship Him today? And as Habakkuk teaches us, will you go to Him in prayer? So what do we do in those situations when we're frustrated and we're confused and we're quite frankly disappointed with God? We pray. And one thing I know about this church from personal experience is we are a church who prays. And so this morning, as we are gathered together here and online, Pastor Loveless is going to come up and lead us in a time of prayer, and then we're going to have a time of worship. And I just want to say that I'm praying for you, I'm grateful, and thank you.
0: Thank you, Stacy. That was terrific. You know, I'm so grateful to be a part of a church family like this, where all the men and all the women of this church are supernaturally gifted by God, to have an ability to help represent God in every kind of situation imaginable. And that's exactly what we saw exemplified here today. While Stacy was sharing, I was thinking about 1 Corinthians 10, that has this remarkable little phrase. It says, and all the things in the Bible were written for our example. You know, there are more than 450 different stories of men and women in the Bible that are not Sunday school characters. They are not pictures of perfection. They have their own brokenness. They have their own discouragement. They have their own disillusionment they're wrestling with. And it says, all of those stories were written for our example. Habakkuk is a fantastic example of that. But also Stacy was a terrific example as well of saying, here's some of the heartache and disillusionment I've been through. And from her example, that can act as an encouragement. I would also submit for your consideration that where you are right now in your story, God is writing something significant, and he's going to make a way where there seems to be no way so that you in turn will be an example for the people around you. I love that phrase, don't you, that she said, even if I still will, even if I'm discouraged, I will still place my confidence in God. Even if I'm disillusioned, I will still believe that God's going to bring some sort of new clarity and word to my life. Even if I'm walking through a valley, I will still believe that God is with me and he's going to get me through that. God will make a way where there seems to be no way in the world. So in a moment we're going to pray together, but before we do, I understand even though this is a church, there there are some of you that are here today, some of you that are watching us online or on TV 45 that you're like you're skeptical about this prayer stuff cuz you're still trying to understand if god is legit if faith is legit but you know what you've been curious and that's why you're here in this service or this is why you're watching right now and in a moment when we pray you may go like man that's just weird that's bizarre well it's really not you probably practice this in some way in your own life whenever you're going through anything what you do is you look for someone that you trust more than anyone else to share with them what's going on and to invite even their help and their encouragement in your life. So those of us that are Christ followers, the person we trust the most is the very creator and sustainer of our lives. And so we just share with him what we're going through and we invite him to come and to help us. That's what prayer is all about. So if you can pray with us, terrific. If you just want to sit and observe, then you're okay with that. So here's what I'm going to invite us to do. If you want to just sit where you are, just if you'll just kind of open up your palms as a sense of, I want to petition God. Or if you're comfortable, as many views as possible, I am going to encourage you to stand right now and lift your arms like this. And I'll lead us through a prayer time where we're just simply saying, God, here I am. Here I am where I'm discouraged. Here's where there is sickness or disease in my family or in my life. Here's where there's despair in certain pockets that I find myself involved with. Lord, I petition you. Come and hear my prayer. And I invite you to come and to walk with me. So let's pray. Let's just begin with your praying either in a whisper prayer out loud or in your heart. Say, Lord... This is what I'm going through. But even still, here's what I will do. Take just a moment and do that. Or maybe it's not you. Maybe it's a friend or a family member or someone you work with. Say, Lord, I lift them up. Lord, come and do something new and profound. Lord, we just bow our heads in this moment. Others of us are standing with our arms uplifted toward you because we believe you are not only the creator but the sustainer of all things in our lives. So, Lord, we cry out to you, come and sustain us in our time of need. Lord, we just pray for Pastor David and Rachel. We ask that you bring comfort to their whole family and you bring a new dimension of healing to her body. Lord, we just pray for all the members of this church family that are sick either with COVID or some sort of other disease they're battling right now. Lord, we lift them up to you. And we say, Lord, even though they're sick, we are still going to believe that you're going to do something that is going to be absolutely remarkable in one way or the other. Come and do that. Lord, we just pray for our world and all the things that it's experiencing. Lord, we thank you that you have suffered and you know exactly what it's like when we suffer. Lord, those of us that are suffering right now, we thank you you're giving us compassion for the rest of the world that's suffering right now as well. So come, Lord God, make a way where there seems to be no way at all. We place our full faith and confidence in you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks again for listening to the First Orlando Podcast. For more information like our service times, location, and other contact information, be sure to visit us online at firstorlando.com. Have a great week.